Don't miss Lowe's Provember event because this month we're saying thanks to our pros in a big way. We have deals on go-to brands like DeWalt, Spider, and Metabo HPT. During Provember, now through November 25th, you can buy one DeWalt 20-volt Max XR Power Detect Tool and get one bare tool free. We also have credit options to help keep your business moving. Shop in-store or at lowesforpros.com forward slash Provember. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Offer valid 1029 to 1125. See store for details. While supplies last, U.S. only. Thanks for joining us for KB Talks, powered by the NKBA, the only podcast dedicated to sharing the latest kitchen and bath industry insights, providing you with the education and connections to help grow and support your business. I'm your host, Jennifer Bertrand. E-design is gaining popularity, and for good reason. Interior designers all over the world are beginning to offer online services that allow them to reach a broader audience and find new potential clients while having increased flexibility and lower costs. Have you considered entering the virtual design space? Today, we welcome Jenna Gaduzik, online interior designer, founder and CEO of eDesign Tribe, an expert in all things virtual design. Jenna joins KB Talks to share her insight and what you need to know about the world of e-design. Before we start, here's a quick word from MR Direct. Whether you're playing master chef in a busy kitchen or pampering yourself after a long day in a peaceful bathroom, your home is the heart and soul of everyday life. With MR Direct, it's easy to upgrade your space with sink and faucet products as unique and hardworking as you are. Expert service, fast shipping, quality products at prices you'll love. Get more with MR Direct. So let's get started. Today we welcome online interior designer, Jenna Gaduzik of Jenna Gaduzik Designs to the show. As the founder and CEO of eDesign Tribe, Jenna is a pioneer in the virtual design space with a community of over 3,500 plus e-designers all over the world. Happy to have you joining us today, Jenna. Thank you so much, so excited to be here. Well, I'll admit, I'm a tribe member and I fully support what you do, but I also represent sometimes the archaic concepts of I have to subcontract that out because I have no skill level in what you offer. So let's start with just kind of the basics of e-design services. What do you think surprised everyone when we had this public health crisis about e-design? I think a lot of people were a little bit scared to move forward with the online space. They didn't know where to start because they have this established well-oiled machine of a business running in person. So moving and um, adapting your process online is a bit intimidating sometimes, especially with all the tools and all the software and all the programs that are out there. So just taking the plunge and saying, where can I streamline my process and where can I, you know, take what I typically would do in person and move it online and find the right program to do that. That is probably the most intimidating thing when a lot of people were getting into this early this year. 
I love e-design. Honestly, I found like a lot of it before was FaceTime you felt you had to do and e-design makes you efficient and focused and smart with what you do. And I'm like, I don't even think you have to be uber technology savvy. I mean, what would you say is like the skill level you need to be to jump into this kind of concept? You do not have to be computer savvy at all. And you're you're in the tribe, so you know there's people that are just starting, they're still in school, but then there's also designers that have been established in the industry for 30 years and have always done in-person design. So we actually have an ecosystem of designers for those people that are still learning in school and they're like learning all the new technology to connect with the established designers that have been doing this for 30 years and fill in those holes so that they can have that seamless collaboration as they move their process online. They're just getting help from people that are proficient and they're outsourcing those tasks. Well, and I think, so I'm going to ask you some questions that I may know because I am part of it, but I always am willing to ask the question that's like, ooh, I'd want to know that if I was just beginning. So if someone isn't in the, it, it sounds, you know, funny to say you're in the tribe, but it's true because it's such a supportive group and concept, but what are some of the other things people should know if they're not doing it already or a part of it? So obviously the first thing is that you don't need to have a strong technique technology skill set. And um, maybe the first thing is going like not being scared or intimidated. What, what other things would you say they'd need to know? Um, just how, how they want to streamline their existing services. Just because you offer something in person does not mean that that's going to translate online. So find a way for you to be able to adapt what you already do. See if you can cut out some steps. Like, you know, the great thing about e-design is that you're not traveling to clients' houses. You're, you're not having to be in the car. You're not having to do all those things. And now you can streamline and work smarter versus harder, or you can outsource things. So um, just kind of finding that happy medium as to where you can, um, you know, plug and play different, different elements that you enjoy doing and then bring that to the online space. No, I, I got lucky before the public health crisis. I was doing, I'm doing two houses in Costa Rica and one in New Jersey. Um, but I think the joy of knowing that you can have a global empire by embracing this concept is so amazing. Are there any fun stories that you'd share of people who were like, I don't know, but then jumped in? Oh, goodness. Um, none that really come to mind. No, but if you think of them, tell us. Because honestly, okay. like, my thing is this, is it could be really intimidating to jump in. So if they want to jump in and go, okay, Jenna, I hear what you're saying, and I sound interested, what would you say are the first small baby steps to kind of get started, like a plan of action? A website. Um in a, a legitimate looking website, you know, you can start with something, but it has to reflect the ideal client that, or the client that you're trying to attract online. It's basically your business card when somebody's searching for you. And these days, like I'm building a new house right now. And when I was researching the builder and, you know, trying to choose if that's the builder that I wanted, I stalked his social media. I stalked his website. I stalked his realtor's website. And then I moved forward with it. And I know people are doing that to me too. So the online social presence, and you don't even have to, honestly, you don't have to show up everywhere every single day, but you do have to show up and you do have to have a presence that connects with the person that you're trying to attract. So having that website first 
And then being able to tell people on social media, hey, go check out more information on my website. You're always driving traffic back to that. So I would say the first step is definitely getting your website set up. And don't you think also the website can help kind of streamline the amount of effort you have to put in initially? So when you say that, like you get to answer questions um, on the website without having to spend the time to answer the questions. Oh my gosh, that was a great observation. Yeah, because you can find yourself answering the same questions over and over and over again. And then you just get burnt out and kind of annoyed that you have to keep answering these questions like constantly. So what I would do is, you know, and I, I actually coach the uh, designers in the, in the tribe to do this through my courses, but establish a how it works video or a graphic that says, Step one, here's what we're doing. Step two, we're gonna move on to this phase. Step three, and if you have visuals that go along with that, it takes the guesswork out of when consumers find you online and they're like, oh, well, her work is good, but how will we work together? So if you can lay that all out for them, they're going to convert to your client much faster than if you didn't have this stuff laid out for them. No, and so, okay, and I, I realize that some people may hear us keep saying like your e-design tribe. Can you tell people what that is so they know? Cause they're like, it sounds cool. How do I join? <laughs> yeah, so in 2018, um, I started this Facebook group on, um, well, on Facebook and it's called e-design tribe. And it basically came to exist because I had quit my corporate job in 2015 in the furniture industry to um, just work exclusively online. And at that time, I was working with these big box, you know, a lot of them are no longer around, but um, e-design firms. And I was getting, you know, my sense of this is what I want to do, but I don't want to do it for them because I'm working for pennies to do that. So I have to figure it out for myself. And then I, over three years from 2015 to 2018, when I launched the, the group on Facebook, I just streamlined this process, created courses, and started to tell other designers how to do it too, because I was constantly getting questions on social media. How are you doing your concept boards? How are you doing your renders? You know, like, what is e-design? I'm a designer. How do I even get into this? And I was like, okay, there is no community for us that's not run by a furniture company or something else that's trying to you know, profit from us. There's no community. And so that's where the word tribe comes from because we are all similar in, we're all design professionals. I, I bet everybody that comes in and make sure that they are a design professional. And then we come in and we have like legitimate conversations about processes, what we can do to elevate ourselves, And, um, and then my, my favorite part of the community is just like showing our work and rallying together and being positive together because there's a lot of negativity sometimes when you get in a competitive space like that but if we keep it where we're all friends like we you know we do trivia now every month and that's just a fun way for us to virtually connect as human beings that work behind a computer screen all day and many of us are doing this with small children so it's more a sense of community and camaraderie in this tribe and it came out of necessity because it didn't exist before well, and I think it can be as much or as little as you want because I'm like, oh, I didn't make it to trivia night. I should. But do you know how many conversations on your boards that are in the discussions that I've screenshotted of just advice people have shared of people with skill sets that I was like, oh, I might need that later. I think sometimes as you learn to tackle e-design, you learn to subcontract out across the United States and 
your group has been good for finding that. If someone comes into it and if they start going, ooh, I have questions. So I'm going to go back to simple questions that outside people might not know is do they like, is there a set area where it says, hey, is there a one section if I need to hire people with skill sets? Is there a separate, like how do you kind of group it out? Yeah, so Facebook is a cluster sometimes where you can't really find anything. So that's why I actually moved my forum for some of my uh, my courses and then the platform off of Facebook so that you can find things in an organized way and that you're not mindlessly scrolling through Facebook when you go to ask a question every day. But if you are in the group, um, you can go to eDesignTribe.com and there's a directory there. The directory is actually consumer facing, but it's also for designers to be able to find a virtual assistant and really kind of connect with other designers to outsource work too. So eDesign Tribe um, and then eDesign U are my two websites. And that's where I try and send people to for additional information just because Facebook gets a little convoluted sometimes and it's hard to find all the information in there. Well, and I, I think like what you're doing is amazing. And the reason why the NKBA shares stuff like this is because it's honestly something that we as designers need. And I appreciated when you stated that it was just for designers, you know, for each other of supporting each other. And, and that's one of the biggest high fives you can give each other. Um, what are some of the common questions that you get a lot of when people are starting e-design? Um, on the, the designer side or the client side? Any side. I think okay. all questions we should go over because honestly, it's the unknown to some, it's brilliant to others, and then others are like, I have a toe in the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's such a range and it's, I actually asked my, my tribe this question before this uh, call today because I was like, what, what are you guys seeing out there? And I frequently do that when I just have something at the top of my mind. I'm like, what do they think about it? You know, so they find that like a lot of the time they get, you know, the question of, well, what if my client can't see it? And what if they can't touch it? And what do I do to sell stuff online if I don't have a receiver in that area? And for this, I say, um, you know, the, it's going to happen. If you, it, Clients always want to touch and feel and sit, right? It's just never going to change. So you can do as much as you can possibly do to sell the product through your virtual collaboration. Really like you know, go to trade shows and set yourself up for success. Take tons of pictures of things, sit in things, have pictures of you sitting in things so that you can really sell it to your client when they ask that question and get sample kits. Um, make one for yourself, make one for your clients so that they feel confident when they go ahead to order the products that you're specifying for the design plan. And then you don't necessarily always have to use trade programs either. You can use um, affiliate programs for some sites that are e-commerce that have and offer um, affiliate programs, which is a way to passively um, make money on the products that you're recommending. And then you don't have to maintain trade orders. You don't have to deal with shipping. Your client purchases the order yourself themselves, and then you receive a commission check for that. So I think that it's kind of daunting also when, when designers get started as to how am I going to get the product to them, you know, and, and there's so many different ways, but it's all just kind of navigating that in the beginning and setting your process up and really adapting it and feeling that you can change things if something's not working for you. It's totally okay to do that. 
Well, and don't you think sometimes the hardest part is just asking for help? And like, that's what groups like yours are, what Veronica does with Modanus. Like, it's really, it's like, like a program where the first step is to admit I need help and yeah. to ask your friends. Right, exactly. And, and usually, honestly, what I watch is, because I, I kind of observe all of them, is someone's always been through what you've been through before. I will suggest one thing I've done on my projects that are out of state is we find a piece of furniture in their house and measure it out and scale it. So when we're talking about other current things, we have something to compare to, and that's kind of their reference point. So it helps them on that. And you'd be amazed. I mean, like you and I both know it, but there's so much you can do of just shipping samples. And half the time, if it's kind of like a dog who senses danger. Like if you're stressed out, your client's going to feel it. But if you're confident, they're going to feel it as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, right on. Yeah, great points. <laughs> Nothing like a dog senses danger as an analogy. Well, so <laughs> Jenna, you've honestly like watching your career, like, keep going up and up and up over the last year you have to be experiencing growing pains and like like all of us because the industry's gone bonkers so like are there any challenges you've been facing or goals of global domination you've set <laughs> yeah i joke with the team every day it's like oh just the next step towards world domination you know so it's it's little pieces one step at a time i I didn't intend on starting a Facebook group. I didn't intend on starting a whole online school for continued education. And I certainly didn't intend on starting a rendering program and developing a software that goes with it to generate shopping lists for your blog posts or for your clients. So all of this happened in less than two years. And with all of that, of course, there's growing pains. When I started out, I, I started out with, you know, certain automations using certain programs. And then we just exploded this year, you know, between February and now we're up 15 or what is it? A thousand percent month over month. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we recently just moved our entire process and platform system over to um, a centralized program, which is Kartra, and it automates everything. So a CRM, automation, I house all of my courses, all of the platform stuff there. And it's also great for designers too, if you're offering passive income products. Um, but figuring out that program and then moving everything from another platform to that, there was just weird situations, you know, with, with different accounts, like in tagging and, you know, all the backend logistics stuff, but I like to learn things myself. So I did it my, with my team and we didn't hire out because you can't fix anything if you don't know how to do it yourself. So that's how I've built this entire business with me learning, watching videos and then implementing and making mistakes and then fixing them to learn from them. So with all that growth, it just is what it is. And we're only going to continue to get better and address the issues with, you know, random little things. And then we can move forward and totally automate. That is like my goal so that I can continue to be innovative and bring new features to the table. But until we get the growing pains out of the way, um, which we're almost there, <laughs> um, then we can move forward. And I honestly, like your growing pains, you do, you like being a part of the tribe, you don't witness them or see them or all of that. And obviously you're an overachiever in a good way of setting high standards for yourself. I'll, I'll share with the listeners that one thing I did in my world was I hired one of my high end clients who was a, um, 
she she was retired and a former accountant and I hired her into my group to kind of take tough love of where I failed and where I needed to work on. And sometimes that's the hardest part is that looking in the mirror to see where you need to work on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Not that, yeah. I, I get a lot of feedback from the designers because you know, designers have feedback, which is great. Um, and that honestly is what propels me. So I take that and I take it seriously and then I address it and I say, okay, how, where can we go from here? So feedback is an awesome thing. It just keeps you propelling forward. Yeah. You can either take it horribly or you can own it and, and do it and you have to own it if you want to get better and do anything. So coming back to just plan of action for anyone listening to this who goes, okay, Jenna and Jen, I, I like this. I want to try this. I feel like I can, this is my time. So if we had starting like sharing on your website that you do e-design e and answering all the questions one time well and right and in your brand style. Um, if someone has problems with even just stuff like that, is that kind of a service that they can get through something like yours or where would you suggest going to learn about that? Sure. So I think what you're asking is like um, kind of an audit situation where it's like, you know, here's my website. What can I do to really capture these e-design clients as they're coming to my site? Is that? Yes. Okay. Um, so I actually just today am relaunching my one-on-one -on -one mentoring um, with my four-year-old daughter being here with COVID. I've been doing all of this with her here every day. So now I'm finally starting to get a schedule back. So I will be introducing my audits. You can definitely come in the eDesign tribe. It's welcome for everybody. And like I said, we do just screen to make sure that you are a design profess professional in some capacity and, um, and come in and just see what people are asking. Um, eDesign U is also a great way to get started. eDesign U 101 will help you with the setup um, for your website and social media and really just propel you to um, where you should be going for your next steps. Can you clarify what the two websites are? And, and honestly, like we're not pushing any of that. It's really just these are tools that can help make designers, showrooms, anyone better. So that's why this is important to share. But like, I'm just like, okay, so what's the difference between those two? Yeah, so eDesign Tribe is our free community. Anybody's welcome to come into that on Facebook. Um, and eDesign U is the courses, the, and it's not just by me, it's other design professionals that um, have little niches as well, and they also offer one-on-one. -on -one. So it might not just be for eDesign, they might be great coaches and mentors in a different capacity. So I'm really just trying to connect everybody with the right person. Um, so that they can grow too in, in whatever that means for them. Um, eDesign Tribe is actually consumer facing now. Um, so that is like where clients are, you know, potential clients are coming and they're connecting with designers that are using the platform tools that are offered through the eDesign platform that I developed. So it's full circle and- um, See, You're so excited, your arms <laughs> flailing and I appreciate that in I'm like a, a hand talker. I can't, I got to sit on them. So, uh, so everything in, honestly, I didn't, I didn't want to come here and like promote all of it, but everything is layered into each other. So if you're just looking for some direction for some camaraderie, come join the eDesign tribe Facebook group. It's a great Great. And, and, and I know you're not trying to push it and that's not why we did this podcast, but sometimes I think whenever you're trying to start e-design, it's about 
finding people to support you because it's already lonely enough in a public health crisis. Mm -hmm. And then it's already a lonely industry anyway, because a lot of people are lone wolves doing it on their own. And you just want someone else to say, I experienced that too. So I just think it's just, you're sharing your amazing tool you created. And honestly, it's so fun watching you continue to blossom and grow and what you're doing. And honestly, I think it's a game of playing. Is it a photo? Is it a rendering? Because (laughs) some of those renderings Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think the future is going to bring some more immersive experiences. Um, you know, some tourable experience, which they already do. Um, tourable, interactive, the AR, you can see the product there. And then one day, hopefully we can touch and feel and smell all through our computer. You know, I think that that's where this is going and it's going very quickly. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, could you imagine? That'd be, I've only been to like a Dora movie at New York Central Park that had that with the four senses. But honestly, it's amazing. Thank you for what you're doing for our industry. Thank you for answering questions. And anyone else listening, be sure to follow her on social media. Anything else you want to add before we end this amazing conversation? That's it. Thank you so much for having me. It was a great conversation. And keep the arm flailing. We love it. Well, thank you so much, Jenna. Everyone else will have new episodes of KB Talks coming your way soon. So make sure you are subscribed and stay tuned. Please be sure to send your feedback to nkba at flyingcamel.com. And remember to take a moment to leave us a star rating or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't miss Lowe's Provember event because this month we're saying thanks to our pros in a big way. We have deals on go-to brands like DeWalt, Spider, and Metabo HPT. During Provember, now through November 25th, you can buy one DeWalt 20-volt Max XR Power Detect tool and get one bare tool free. We also have credit options to help keep your business moving. Shop in-store or at lowesforpros.com forward slash Provember. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Offer valid 1029 to 1125. See store for details. While supplies last, U.S. only. playing master chef in a busy kitchen or pampering yourself after a long day in a peaceful bathroom, your home is the heart and soul of everyday life. With MR Direct, it's easy to upgrade your space with sink and faucet products as unique and hardworking as you are. Expert service, fast shipping, quality products at prices you'll love. Get more with MR Direct.